You're listening to another life-giving message from Living Faith Church San Diego. We are a church for sinners by sinners, and we are on a mission to help you discover your purpose, live in power, and live out your God-given potential. For more information about Living Faith Church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Again, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. 1 John 4.18, this is one of the verses we used last week, says, There is no fear in love. But perfect love drives out fear because fear has not to do anything with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Here's the thing. We talked about the aspect that perfect love drives out fear. Here's the thing. If you have to go into a relationship and there's kind of fear in there or intimidation, that's not God. You see, love has no fear. Fear and love are opposite. Say opposite. Opposite. Tony Robbins says, you are motivated in life by two factors. Fear or love. Some people say fear or passion. So you are driving to work for fear to not pay your bills or love for the task that you're about to do. You are motivated to be with your significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, whatever, because of fear of divorce and you know having to pay alimony and all that other stuff, or two, for love, because you actually love the person. You are, you are here tonight because of fear for whatever reason, I hope not, or love, because, hey, you know what? I love Jennifer. I'll hang out with Jennifer. Does that make sense? We are motivated by fear or love. That's the thing. And perfect love Drives out fear, which shows us that you can't have both. You can't have both. Now, this church's mission is three P's. To help you discover your purpose, live in power, and discover your God-given potential. That's something you'll hear me hammer all the time. The purpose of this church is three P's. Purpose, power, potential. But for us to live out our God-given potential... We have to understand what does it mean to live in love or in fear. We last week we talked about living in fear. And how fear is the killer of our dreams. Fear stops us from all that God has for us. Tonight we're talking about the legacy of love, opposite of fear. Matthew 22, 36 to 40. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in all the law? Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first of the greatest commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments, hang on to all the law and the prophets. So the disciples asking here, out of all the ten commandments, which is the greatest? Which is the numero uno? Which is the one, right? They're just asking which of all those. And Jesus says, pretty much, as can sum it up. Love God and love people as yourself. And so that is what Jesus says. And so that summarizes the Ten Commandments. So the first one I want to talk about here is if we're going to leave a legacy of love, how do we leave a legacy of love? What do we love? Do I love money? Do I love sex? Do I love property? Do I love 
business? Do I love food? I love food. Who do we, what do we love? So tonight, I'm going to give you guys three things here that Jesus tells us through the scripture here. The greatest commandment. How many of you guys here want to be on good, God's good side? Yes? Okay? And here's the thing. When you're on God's good side, he blesses the heck out of you. So, here's the thing. The first thing he says is love God. You got to love God. Well, whoa. I love God. But how do I love God? How do we... People think it's crazy. How do you say love God? Because to love your spouse, you know, for Angela, is take her shopping. Right? Go take her to a nice dinner. Oh, by the way, she's always, she told me it's the very first time we started dating. It's not a date unless it's cloth napkins. I was like, okay. So you know what I did? One of our dates, we went to Taco Bell and I bought cloth napkins. And I was like, here you go, woman. I was like, I'm on a budget, okay? But I can afford this Dollar Tree cloth napkin for you, baby. Here you go. So <laughs> she laughed and she was like, seriously. I'm like, I'm serious. Look at my bank account. Okay? So anyways. But this is this. We all express love to each other one way different from another. Some people say, hey, spend time with me, which is also hurt thing. You know? Hey, buy me things, which is also hurt things. You know, which is, you know, it's like, or tell me I'm beautiful, which is also hurt thing. You know, there's all kinds of ways to show love to one another. Right? There's brotherly love. Hey, hang out. Let's go grab coffee, man. Let's hang out. That's love to them. You know, so, but the thing is, though, you can't buy coffee for God. You can't give him a cloth napkin. You can't buy him things. Okay, it's crazy. If and by the way, let me just pause right here. Say pause. pause. If any Christian or church or minister says to love God, give, that's a that's a cult. Okay, don't think you can buy God because you can't. Okay, the giving that you guys give helps pay for stuff. Doesn't pay for God. He's good. Okay, so <laughs> just pause right there. Anyways, but how? So the question is, how then do we love God? How do we love God? Sure, I love God, but how can you express it? How do I actually say, okay, that's the greatest commandment. I got to figure this out. John 21, 15 to 17. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. Third time, the, he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Then Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him a third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. This verse right here, shows how you love God. How you love God? Go to a petting zoo and feed the sheep. <laughs> how do you love God? You love God by taking care of his people. How do you love God? Taking care of his people. How do you take care of his people? Who are his people? The people who believe in him. And that's the reason why church exists. A community of people. See, people say, why is church necessary? I don't believe in the organization of the church. I think that we can just be, you know, homies and I say, hey, you're a Christian, you're, I'm a Christian, cool. Jesus loves you, Jesus loves me, cool. But there's no actual community. 
A group of uh, chickens is what? A group of fishes is what? A school. Hey, you guys are schooling me. Uh, a group of uh, dogs. A pack. Uh, what else is there? A group of gorillas. A band. That's why you guys are all gorilla-like, you know, like, he's joking. No, but seriously though, you see, a group of all those things have different names. What do you call a group of Christians? A church. That's what you call a group of Christians, a church. And that's the thing, is that if you want to love God and show your love of God, feed my sheep. Take care of my thing, of my people. So those of you who are here tonight understand this. We're going to be asking for help. We're going to need help. We're going to need a lot of help. That room is big. Now, we're not taking care of the chairs, but we do have a lot of equipment. By the way, if you go to this hallway here, this hallway has a lot of different equipment, sound equipment, instruments, and these instruments. So we're going to need a lot of help. So here's the thing. You want to show love to God? Take care of my people. You know already the mission of Living Faith Church is the three Ps. Help people find their purpose, live in power, and discover their God-given potential. So when you're over here says, yes, Johnny, I want to help set up the sound equipment. I want to help put up the speakers. Guess what? You're playing a part into someone's salvation, into someone finding out their purpose. Someone sitting down who's broke, busted, disgusted, suicidal, sitting down in our service saying, wow, this is the place that accepts me as I am. Wow, there's hope for me. Wow, there's some guy who, who really loves me, who will never fail me. What? And they're sitting down crying, getting the love of God. Guess what? Whoever set that speaker up played a huge part in that person's life. So understand this. We're asking for you to help feed the sheep. To help lead the congregation. Lead the people. We're asking you to love God. Say love God. Love God. Second aspect here. So first one is to love God. For us to leave a legacy of love is to love God. Second one is to love your neighbor. Love neighbor. Okay, 1 Peter 4, 8. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sin. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Let me tell you this right now, okay? Here we are starting this church. By the way, we're not even in pre-launch. This is, this is like just practice round. Okay, by the way, this is not really a church right now. Well, we're a church. Okay? We are a church. Okay? I love y'all. Okay, we're a church. But we're not officially, as far as like where we're at, in the phases of a business, for example, where there's like, there's like the, the um, uh, uh, learning and development, there's the research and development. Then we're in research and development right now. Now we're going to pre-launch. Pre-launch is where we're happy next week. Let me tell you this right now. That's pre-launch. So we're starting to pretty much launch this in the next couple of months here. And as we get closer together, we start developing small groups. Small groups are people who open up their homes and say, I want to host a, a group of, whether women, group of men, a group of whoever, at my home and just gather around a house party, pretty much call it, a house party. Just breaking bread, hanging out, loving each other, praying for one another. But as we get closer together, get this, we're going to start getting to be each other's lives. And one of the things in churches they're known for is getting too much into everyone's lives. Make sense? Like, ooh, did you hear about sister so-and-so? Ooh, did you hear about brother so-and-so sleeping with me? No, no, no. Listen to this, okay? First off, 
call each other whatever you guys want to call each other, but I don't call each other as brothers and sisters. I'll say, hey, what's up, Ivy? Okay, so above all, love each other deeply because love, what's the word there, C word? Covers. Covers over a multitude of sins. You see, as a church, to love your neighbor is to cover them. There's a story of, of Noah when he got drunk. One of the brothers wanted, wanted to go and say, oh, that's drunk. He's over here drunk. The, those two other brothers says, no, 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 we're going to come in there. And we're not even going to look at him. We're going to cover him up and not even look at him. We're going to walk backwards. The Bible said they walk backwards to cover their father's fault. And that is the church. Not to expose one another. Not say, oh, did you hear about... No, screw you. Get out of here. Love covers a multitude of sin. So how do you love your neighbor? You got to cover them with love. You're going to hear stories of people coming in here. You're going to be like, all this time I thought they were a woman, but they were a man. <laughs> we're going to have transvestites here. God bless them. I love them. I don't love them like that, but, you know, <laughs> but does that make sense? It's like we're going to have people who are here who are people who are like, you name it. When we say we're a church for sinners, by sinners, get ready. We're going to get all kinds of sinners in here. And God bless them. Because the regular traditional churches wouldn't accept them. They would be like, oh, I feel like an outcast. We are outcasts. Completely. So get ready for this. That you're going to see a lot of people here come to our church when we open up our doors. Like, oh, get this. I give you all permission to do this. Like, shut your mouth. We're going to love them anyways. Amen? Love covers, not exposed. Philippians 2, 3. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. Now, here's a little interesting thing here. See, in Christian world, they think I must be completely humble and not worry about myself and not love myself and just, just all putting everyone else above me. And that's fine. But let me tell you this right now. That is false humility. Let me tell you why. Some eyes open up wide. False humility is this. I am nobody. You are somebody, so let me serve you. That's not humility. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, you value others. But there's no period there. You see that? There's no period in value, in humility, value others. Period. No. Above yourself. Can I tell you something? If my level of loving myself is here, then me loving others needs to be here. But if my value of loving myself is here, then I'm only going to love them to here. So the more you love yourself, the more you value yourself, the more you can value others. Does that make sense? So I'm not trying to say here like, we need to like, so, so, so I meet people sometimes who are like, oh yes, I, I, I'm not, like, oh bull, come on. I would rather you be someone who's so full of life, full of God, that says, God is so good to me. Guess what? I know you're going to treat me even better than that because of this verse. So we're going to ask ourselves, where are we on the spectrum of valuing ourselves? Because if we don't value ourselves that much, guess what? You're not going to value others that much. So understand this verse. Now here's another thing about this verse. Verse, verse. Do not out, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, humility. 
do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Here, can I be real with you? I'm going to be very, very real with you. Can I be real with you guys? I am probably the most selfish person here. I'm probably, I don't know, maybe Paul's being a hit on a tight time. Just joking, just joking. But <laughs> here I am exposing you right now. I love you. So, I mean, it's all a joke. I'm probably the most selfish person here. I'm going to tell you that right now. I am probably, I am an amazing salesperson. If you want sales coaching, call me. I'm an amazing salesperson. I know how to persuade a room in the conference and make sales like no other. Like crazy good. Crazy good. But so here's the thing. I, I'm very honest with that. I told Johnny, I was like, and I'm really raw with myself. And I'm telling this Johnny, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm battling here because I want to talk to this person, but the, well, my one side says this. I want to be selfish. The other side is this. Like, no, you're, you're. So I, I really have this battle within me. I'm just being really real with you guys. And so for me, I say the way I tackle this is the second part. Value others above yourself. So here's the thing. Now when I make business deals, I make sure it's not just about me winning, but them winning more. So if they win more, I also win, but they win more. Does that make sense? Yes. The crazy Christians out there would say, no, 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 no. You're a Christian. You're a follower of Jesus. You did not win. It only had them win. You know, back in Bible college, they used to tell me, well, you got to get ready to be stepped on. You got to get ready to be moved around and shoved on and people walking all over you. How can you be a bridge to the world to Jesus and not get walked on? I'm like... Uh, I want to be atheist. Thank you. (laughs) Because it's like, I don't want to live my life being walked all over. So when I started looking up different scriptures, hello, valuing others above yourself. So do you give each other permission to value each other so that we raise the status of value for others? Yes? Amen. Amen. Romans 12.10. Devote to one another in love. Honor one another above yourself. That's another verse there. doesn't say honor one another, period. It says honor one another above yourself. My friends, there are so many different scriptures that shows us that not just about honoring each other, period. Or only giving love, period. But giving love as well as to yourself. Matthew 22, 36 to 40. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Let's say pause. pause. Many Christians, many churches will stop there. We got to love God and love others, friends. How many of you guys ever heard that? And they just stop right there. Got to love God and love others. Actually, that's wrong. There's not two things. There's three things. Love God, love others, love yourself. Now, this is where the, second, the third point here is to love yourself. Love yourself. Genesis 1.26. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. That is the very creation God has for you and I. He created Adam and Eve and says, let us make man in our image. And then, what does he do? Let them have dominion. My friends, you and I are creating the image of God. I'm going to stop right here really quick 
and just say this. If you're trying to find yourself, I hear this all the time. Oh, I'm trying to find myself. Oh, I'm trying to, I'm like, where are you, why, why are you lost? Look in the mirror, you're there. <laughs> but people get so weird about it saying, I'm trying to find myself. Here's a little tip for you. You want to find yourself? You want to understand yourself? You want to, you know, discover your real true self? And people say, oh, I'm, trying, I'm living my true self. Your true self is God. Because God made you in his image and his likeness. So if you want to find yourself, find God. You want to understand yourself, understand God. Does that make sense? That is the truth right there, my friends. God made you in his image. He's a creator, you're a creator. He has dominion, you have dominion. So if you're living your life not in dominion, you're not living out the purpose that God has for you. Say, oh, I'm being dominated. I'm, I'm, I'm just a follower. I'm just... No. It is my prayer that every person who comes to Living Faith Church goes through a leadership, becomes a leader in some sort of way. You are made in the image of God. Matthew 22, 36, one more time, before we end the closing here. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment of the law? You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And these two commandments hang on all the law and the prophets. Go to the image of the Ten Commandments, please. Ten Commandments. We all seen this before. I'm going to show you something real quick. The first four, you see the first four? Have no other God before me. Make no idol, Lord in vain, and the Sabbath. The first four deals with God. The last six, honor your father and mother, don't kill, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't bear false witness, don't covet. The last six deals with other people. Jesus was talking about the two commandments that summarizes the ten First four deals with God. Love the Lord your God. The last six, love others as yourself. Look at me really quick. Love God. The first four, love God, love others. What's the image here? My friends, the cross of loving God and loving people is the cross is the ultimate symbol of love. So next time you see the cross, understand this, that the cross is love. He loved you so much, he died for you. He loves you so much. And in order for us to give love, we must receive love. And tonight if you're saying, I don't know if I know how to receive love. I don't even know what love is. How can I talk about love? I don't even know what love is. God is love. God is love. So understand this. Your business, your life, your family, whatever it is you're doing, is motivated by two things. It's one of my fear or motivated by love. 
and love comes from God. We can decide tonight where we're going to choose what kind of legacy we're going to live. Legacy of fear. When you're dying on the, when you're in the grave, people say, oh, so-and-so lived a life of fear. They were so afraid, afraid of everything. They were so timid about everything. Or this person lived a life of love. You can only do two things, one of one of two. Live in fear or live in love. You can't do both. Everyone's eyes closed, every head's bowed. Tonight, I'm going to ask you right now the question. The question is this. Are you living in fear and not in love? If that's you, I'm saying, Stephen, please pray for me. Include me in this prayer. I want to live in love. I want a legacy of love. Or even, I want to experience love of God like never before. If that's you, just look at me. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Close your eyes. Everyone pray this prayer right now and say, Father God, I accept you in my life. I believe Jesus, the Son of God, died on the cross, rose on the third day. I accept your forgiveness and grace. I love you, Lord. I declare heaven is my home. God is my Father. And I am loved, accepted, and adored. I thank you for what you're about to do in my life. Move in my life, Holy Spirit. Speak to me. I bless your name. Now let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, for every person here, God, I declare love on their life like never before. Not love that is that is that is forceful or hateful or love that is out of fear, forced love, but God, love that is genuine, love that is of you, that is holy. And God, that you would speak to us tonight like never before. We give you all the glory and all the praise and all the adoration. We love you, we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this life-giving message from Living Faith Church. For more information about our church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, and we will see you next time on the Living Faith Church Podcast.